Real Deal with the Kill Podcast, episode 56. About to start it back up, man. I want to I want to tell Tan, welcome back. You've been gone for a long time, man. You've been gone. You was in Jamaica, right? Kingston? How, how was that? How was that? How was that? They could hear you. How, how was that? Your yeah, iPod. For real? It was live. How long you was out there? Five days. Five days. You got any action out there? Nah. No. No dudes out there. We don't talk about that. Two. On that note, yo yo. And on my right side, I got the NABF welterweight champion of the world, marvelous Marquise Taylor. It's in the building. Last time the bro was on the show was episode six. That was like 50 episodes ago. You didn't have this right here. You didn't have that plate on your chest. You was aiming for it. Now we're here 50 episodes later. You got it. How's that feeling? Feels great. How's it feel from that time when you was on the show? What was you ranked at? What, like top? Not even top 100 in the world. 200 or something. Two something. Two something. And then Two America, mm-hmm. you weren't even like top thirty. Yeah. Now in the now, tell the people tell the people your rank now. Cause I don't want to say I'm gonna let you say it's your rank. Ninety in the world, people. Out of two thousand people. Two thousand and twenty people. You top one hundred. Top ninety. Mm-hmm. Now in America, out of over three hundred fighters in your division. World Craig. Hold on. You let them know. Let me know then. Let me know. 28. 28. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a huge jump. Especially in, now in this era, the welterweight is the dominant class. Because, you know, each decade is like the 80s was the middleweight. 70s and 60s was the heavyweights. 90s, you know, heavyweights a little bit. Now, 2010s, we talking welterweight. So you guys sent after Floyd Mayweather gone. You got Harold Spence. Who else we talking now in the division? Terrence Crawford. You know. So how is that feeling to have the belt that that's under the WBC? How does it feel to have that belt now? Feel good. It wasn't you know expected. So feels great that it came. Just thank God for it. You know. What was that mindset like before? You, what was your mindset going into that title fight, knowing who you had to fight somebody that was under the Mayweather promotion? And when they get when you got that fight announced, what was your mindset going into it the week? Of? What was that week preparation like? I beat this girl, I get that belt, just like that. Just like that. You know? <laughs> Especially a week before the fight, I'm just you know we beat the scale, and it's on after that. You know so I know we we talked we talked the past week, but I never asked you about like the the weight the weigh in and everything and all that going on. Did you have to catch a certain weight, or was you already at that weight once the fight? Came along. Um, well, I fight at forty seven, and uh, um, usually about a week, I'm still, you know, still cutting weight. So right. I think, yeah, I'm still cutting. Right. So then now, when the fight came, your approach. Cause I know we talked about it, but when the fight came along, round one, when the bell rang, mm-hmm. when you, when did you know you had him beat? Like when the fight was going on. Or was it in the back of your mind? I was like, man, I hope I hope yeah. these judges well, don't do nothing to me. Yeah, when you fighting, when you in the backyard, somebody you know, the promoters fighter, you gotta always 
think you down. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So even in the back of my mind, I knew I was up. I still had to fight like I was down. So Because most yeah. of your fights is always on the road. You always, like, don't want to say the underdog, but yeah. we can call it what it is, the underdog. Because it's like you're going on the road fighting these guys and you beating them. This whole year I've been I've been the B-side underdog fighter this whole year. Do it always do it always cross your mind when you go on the road find these people like man like I don't want to I have to beat this man bad enough so where it don't have to come down to the judges like screwing me over or something. Is that always in the back of your mind? Yeah, so it's always in the back of my mind, but the kind of style I got is you know it's judge friendly. They love my style, you know the style of fighting I got. Mm-hmm. So I throw thousand punches a fight, so you know. I know we talked about this too as well, like. Once you climb above the ranks, you at you top thirty now. You know you want next year to be you know the critical year twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know what the critics say about a lot of top fighters. Mm-hmm. Yo, Keese is good. He's a good fighter. He got the reach. He's long, mm-hmm. but the knockout power, the KO. Do you mm-hmm. think? Do you think the critics? What can you say to those critics that you know that probably could bring that up as you keep moving on the ranks? What I got to say about that is, you know, what's the name of the sport? You know what I'm saying? It's the super mm-hmm. science. You know what I'm saying? You know, when I'm in there, I'm not pretty much looking for a knockout. You know, it's going right. to come. I'm not worried about the knockout. I'm worried about winning. You know what I'm saying? And, right. And keep stepping up levels until I get to the world title. Yeah, because I, t- I think I told you. I said, man, I looked at that fight. I said, man, you could have been got rid of this dude. Like, round four, like, round three or something. You could have been got rid of him. But it was like, it was like let me just – let me just practice on a couple of things, a <laughs> couple of techniques. Yeah, I got to keep winning. That's the key thing is, is to keep winning. You know right. I mean? Because if, if I wasn't winning, I wouldn't even be in the conversation. Right. Seriously. So now you came back to Houston. You got a lot of support from the back from the back to school drive. Uh-huh. How was how was that feeling like when you came back, when you came back to Houston and a lot of people, like a lot of kids, seeing you with that belt? And probably one day they probably want to be boxers. Very humbling experience to motivate kids to, you know, let them know that somebody that looks just like them can do what I'm doing. Very humbling and very motivating. And it makes me want to keep working harder and harder because I feel like I ain't done nothing yet. So, right. you know what I'm saying? It just motivates me to, to reach new levels and keep winning. Right. And then you know now, too, that come with the belt, you get a little bit of, little bit of fame, a little bit of juice. You know, you got a little – you got the belt now. Little, you know, the, the women start creeping around, creep around that corner. They got the eye emoji. They got the eye emoji keys. They looking. Mm-hmm. They see you from afar. Yeah. They see the ground. Yeah. They see social media. Yeah. You know, has, I know you. Had, I know we talked about this, but have you had people in your ear talk about like, hey, <laughs> keep it up, but watch out for the oh, yeah, for, for, sure. for for the people around you, the got circle. A, got a lot of wise people in my corner that's looking out for me, so. You know, helping me make the best decisions. And then you know, we we in Houston too, bro. We 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 not in North Dakota or nothing. No disrespect to people that's from there. We in a huge city in Houston. Yeah. You know, we talk. We you know we a lot of females out here in Houston that's born and raised out here. I always I talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like they they looking for somebody. Yeah. I know a lot of girls right now looking for a baller or something, but you want to watch out for those. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah. talk about that a lot. You know, cause you know I'm always in your corner, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what's up next now? Cause I know the last time you was uh, 
you was healing your you was you was healing the injury. Not it wasn't small. I ain't gonna call it injury, like a little tic tac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suffered a uh, a hand injury in the fight in the third round. Right. Yeah. So I really fought you know more than half the fight with one hand. Suffered a hand blade in the fight. My first cut in the fight. How's that? How's that? How's the uh, healing process going along? Oh, it's good. The stitches out now. So uh, yeah, we back in the gym every day training. So when that bell came, man, I was on the, I was on the phone with Nitty. <laughs> he was on the phone at the OFL, at the training facility. He was like, man, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna prank him, man. We gonna finna, finna, finna prank, finna prank Keys. Act like something, something wrong. How, how, how? Tell me about that story. How that happened? What was going through your mind at that moment? What was going on? Tell me the story. I was on the way to the gym. Yeah. He called me. He was like, hey, where you at? I was like, I'm on the way to the gym right now. Right. He was like, okay, cool, cool. I got a. Uh, to talk to you about them gloves, we gonna get a something he said. I'm like, all right, bet, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm on my way to train, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I get there, I get in the locker room. He come meet me in the locker room. He's like, hey, man, you gotta come outside, man. There's something wrong with Coop, man. I don't know what's going on. Like, so his mom, when he said that, he was like, man, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he started heading out. I'm like, hold on, wait, 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 what's going on? What's yeah. Going on? He just rushed me, like, man, nah, come on. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, man, what's wrong? What I do? You know, yeah. I did something? Because, you know, I worked there too. Right. Work at my gym. Yeah. He's the president of the gym. I'm like, hold on, man. What I I did something late last yeah. week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he rushed me like, nah, man. You gotta come talk to me. So I go around the front of the gym. They got my belt right there. You know what I'm saying? It took uh took the NAPF like three weeks to give me my belt. That's yeah. Took a long time. Yeah, I know you was trying. To, I knew once to go out around the city that time when if after the fight it was like trying to want to have it right then and there. Yeah. But I know three weeks was like you was. I know you was thinking about that all the time. Like, damn, when this belt going to come? Like, Did somebody steal it or something? All over it, to be honest with you. I want to trip it, yeah. Yeah. When it came, I was happy. You know what I'm saying? So. How much? How much? Cool. How much influence Coop has in in your career right now? Uh, he got a he got a lot of influence in my career right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, work, train, train, work. Yeah, what's the biggest advice for somebody like a Nitty or a Coop that they gave you so far? Because your career is still young. Like, you rising fast. You know what I mean? So, like, what's, like, the biggest advice they told you so far? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Basically, stay ready. Stay training. Yeah. So, what's the training regimen like now? What's the uh, – how the process – after you got the injury, or well, before the injury, what was like the training regimen, like the workout throughout the week? Getting leading up to the fight. Yeah. Waking up like six in the morning, running, then going to the gym, training, and then I work five hours, then get off, train again. So you got work, workout. So it's really nonstop. Yeah, training like two, three times a day. But Coop should he should lay off on you a little bit at the job though, since he knows since you, you know, boxing. Uh, Coop, you know my uh, pops train too, so yeah, doing sessions with Coop, doing sessions with pops by myself. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like I know I know we talked about that Saturday too as well about your pops how he trains you, but he don't really go to the fight because he's yeah. like yeah. sort of nervous. He well, he just don't like flying. Yeah, first and uh, yeah, he just you know like. 
scared of flights. I, I just, I, what I feel, feel it is, I think, just think he don't, you know, he don't like coming to the fights like that. Mm-hmm. I'm his son, so, you know what I'm saying? I think that got something to do with it that he just like, you so know, it's kind of at home. Go, man. I can understand yeah. that child see like you know I train my son to box but then like he's in the yeah, ring it's kind of like yeah. nervous but he ain't gotta be you know he ain't gotta be like physically there yeah but you know in the back of your mind like he's mm-hmm. you know he's yeah. watching yeah for sure so what's the biggest thing he told you oh just uh, you know do me you know what I'm saying I know what I'm good at you know yeah boxers got their own thing you know what I'm saying that they they good at you know yeah. To what I do, make make the other person fight my fight. Shit. Eight wins in a row later. Yeah. Got a title, you know. So. Yeah, we was talking, and then you got one loss right now, but that was early, early. Mm-hmm. Now. You can't lose a fight until don't want to lose a fight. Period. But it's like you don't want to lose a fight up until like a million dollar fight, a top rank fight. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, that's why I train the way I train. I fight the way I fight because I know that, you know. How critical do you think 2019 going to be for you? I was going to be critical. You know what I'm Most critical of your career? I don't know. I think 18 been a critical year. What you think, Nitty? It's, it's just been shit. Yeah. 2018, you beat some people. Cause when last year you came up here, it was it was, it was was Philly my, my in combined, August. My combined, what, this year, what's my combined opponent's record? Okay, you got Kermit Central on 36 wins with six losses. You got, uh, Jimmy Williams, 14. 14 and so that's 50 and mm-hmm. You got uh, Sanjar, 1. It's from you, 10 and 0. So, like, yeah. combined record of my opponents is shit, like, 57, 57 wins, 6 losses. Yeah. Two more defeats in a row. Yeah. Central was a two-time, two-time world, world champion. champion. Yeah, he was. That's right. So we fight somebody in there with 48 fights, and we yeah. had, had a nine fights. Yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah, you've been an underdog. You could say the whole it's career old. so far. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And 28, so 2018 been underdog. So now you got people coming for you mm-hmm. for that belt. Because every fight now is going to be, you got the Bulls, you got the target on your back. Seven wins in a row with three of them undefeated. Yeah. One of them two-time mm-hmm. world champion. Yeah, so then, then 2019, I know me and Nitty talked about this quite a few times. Like, you want to, when do you want to fight a top fighter, like a top 10 maybe? Top 10 what to wait? Like, when do you think is the right time? Probably in a couple years. 2020? Year and a half, yeah. You still want to pace yourself, yeah. Next year I want to be a contender status. Right. Prospect still right now. You know, still got a young career right now. But uh, next year I definitely want to be a contender. Yeah. 2020, you know, to fight for a world championship. They told you right now, Keese, five mil right now. Taking Errol Spence, yep. Terrence Crawford, or yep. are, are we are we are we waiting for a little bit? Nope. What what we what we doing? Nope. Which one you taking, Errol Spence or Crawford? Right now, like who you feel like you honestly right now? Because people look at there was a top I'm two take, dogs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Errol to a choice between Errol Spence and Crawford, but I, it don't matter though. Why you think you think Errol's better than Terrence, or you think vice versa, or same level? Uh, I don't know. That'd just be my choice if I had a choice to pick. Right, man. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, since Mayweather is gone, do you think boxing is still the same? It got better. Cause I know when you when you in boxing, you want to have that that one guy that's like that mainstream person. Cause every era had it: Ali, Tyson, 
Roy Jones, Hopkins. Then you had Mayweather, De La Hoya. Then now you think like it's missing somebody in boxing. And then you, the right fights just got to be made. Yeah. And then you think when you get to the top, money becomes more of a play than just, hey, I want to fight the best or whoever. Yeah, exactly. It's a business, so. Yeah. So then right now, it's probably, it's, so this is probably the fun part right now because you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it for your reputation. Then, of course, you still want to get to the top. Yeah. But now it's fun because you can fight whoever, whenever. Because, you know, once you get to the top, it's like one fight a year, one fight every two years. Right now, I'm kind of just sort of fast-tracking right now. You know what I'm saying? I took some fights I probably shouldn't have took, but, you know, it, it speeds me up to the, in the rankings. Right. I fight undefeated fighters, you know, and beat them. It, uh, I move up quicker. Because I didn't know how the rankings. That's, just, that's basically what this year been about. Yeah. I said I, I, I want all undefeated this year. Yeah. Because then I didn't. So I want all undefeated fighters. And you got him too, except that one fight that was six low. But shoot, he had a Centron was a was a champ though. I was like, he cool. When did you fight him? Was that after Philly? No, February. So that before. Yeah. So that was twenty eight. So twenty eighteen. Yo, how was how was that? Was that was that your toughest opponent? Knowing that he was a champion. No. Who would you say? Well, okay. Before I get to that, before I get to that one, this one. The the fight of Citron, who you fought, when you knew he was a champ, well, not going to say what was going through your mind, but your mindset, knowing that you was about to fight a person that was a former champ, was it the same, or was it, man, I got to prepare a little bit different for this fighter because X, Y, and Z? Man, I knew he couldn't do nothing with me, to be honest with you. And I'm like, don't nobody outwork me, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I train hard, like, every fight. I try to train harder and harder every fight I get. I try to train harder than what I trained the last camp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was already in the gym training hard when uh, that got presented to me. So mm-hmm. I was pretty happy I got that opportunity. So what I was going to do. I kind of know what you're going to answer on this one, but I'm going to ask you this anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you think you feel – do you feel like you had a best performance or you think it's still yet to come? I kind of know what you're going to say, but I, I just want you to. I get better every fight. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> every fight, I feel like it's yeah. better. Right. And I feel like definitely my last fight is my best performance. That's uh, I, I'm the same way. When people ask me what's my favorite episode or my what's my best one, I don't have one. Yeah. Because if, if I say episode 8 was better than 45, yeah. then what was I doing between 9 through 44? Yeah. Why, I wasn't, why that wasn't my best work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep going forward. Yeah, because you saying your first, your third fight was your best one. Then then what you was doing after those? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you, Buster Douglas? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So was, I knew what you were going to say on that one. But outside of the, the ring, we had a dude approach us at that back-to-school drive. Well, he approached you. Uh-huh. And he was, we was just talking about, you know, outside the ring and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that one question popped up was what do you want to do after boxing? Or if boxing doesn't work the way you want it to work, mm-hmm. what is your plan B? Well, uh, 
I told him, boxing going to work. You know right. I'm going to be a world champion. I'm going to be a unified world champion. And, um, yeah, when you like, become that. Yeah, exactly. When you become when champion. When I become that, I want to just uh, I wanna take care of kids. Man. I like kids. Yeah. I want to build a school like LeBron did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things like that. You know, open a boxing gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. Definitely. I want to uh, just mentor kids, you know. And uh, one is less fortunate, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Help them out. So did that back to school job, did that, like, did you feel a certain way once you went there and was like, man, like, it's more than just yeah. boxing to yeah. what I do. You know, I'm more than just a boxer. I can, you know, impact the next generation because, shoot, we have to get impacted by the generation before us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got to set an example, especially for me. I got a kid. Yeah. So I have no other choice but to set an example for the next generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, did that – did you feel a certain way? Because that was your first one you went to, right? Mm-hmm. So when you was there, you was like, man, like, I could, I could make an impact here. I have this mm-hmm. built right now, but – just imagine three, four years down the line, I'm the biggest boxer in the world, and I came from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was once those kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So did you feel like a certain way yeah, after you I left did. there? I did. Definitely more motivation. So, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep doing what I was doing, stay on the right track. Yeah. yeah. And then I know you said that uh, the May- Mayweather – I ain't gonna ain't throw nothing out there, but you know he seen gave somebody from them seen gave an eye after that fight. You know, yeah. I was only uh, underdog on the B side fighter that won. Right. That be one of his fighters. So would you would you would you take a you know you know if all if Mayweather said hey hey champ mm-hmm. Candy like hey hey you know <laughs> come you know come come to TMT you know we got some we in Vegas. We got a little train facility out there, state of the art. Well, would you would you give it a listen, or would you you know go to your people and be like, hey, let me let me see what they got to say. He got to come, you know. He got to do it the right way. He got he got he got to meet the people. He got he got to meet people like me out here. <laughs> he got he got to come to me. Like, hey, kids, we ain't taking that deal right now, bro. We we gonna let let's, let's look at the contract first. Yeah, yeah. See see what they trying yeah. to do because you know he got like thirty by you. You used to be the one of them jokers. I ain't yeah. call him a joker, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no disrespect, but here, you know? right. Right. You know, got everything in it, and I uh, I take advantage of it. So. Right. So, so. And do you still work at the gym? You still work out with people like Ralph and Austin mm-hmm. and Darren. Yeah, yeah. And then you had a little story you told me about uh about Darren. Yeah. About the, yeah. <laughs> when you feel you feel uh quite bad for. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. still a good fighter. He's still. He gonna be back though. I'm still seeding. You didn't injure him, though. That's, that's it just, yeah, it's a freak accident that happened. His arm, man, he tweaked his knee. Right. He'll be back. When you plan on when you plan on getting back? Uh, October, for sure. Beginning of October or? Mid-October, late October. Mm-hmm. You plan on trying to squeeze one more in this year? I'd like to do one October, one December if I can. I got two more in me this year. So I wonder why people – Kai's always thinking boxing, like, you have to take, like, do one or two fights a year. But now since I met people like you, Austin, Ralph, yeah, y'all fighting, like, back. I'm like, nah, I'm like, hold on. Like money or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Is it, you, you is work. it, 
Is it the is it because of contracts and money that is like one fight a year or is like if it's one fight a year you on that pound for pound level you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you on that Mayweather level Triple G Canelo level yeah fight one maybe two you might get two out of them you lucky but uh, right now I'm only on uh I'm only on a round a round fight I'm trying to see you right right. <laughs> uh, you ain't touched that cup in the bad past 10, 15 minutes, baby. You know what I mean? I mean you know what? We're going we gonna to get you talking a little bit more. Sorry for people that's watching. We, you know, give me that cup, bro. You know what? You talking a little bit. You know, you finished that all right there. You know, we're going to get you. No, I mean, we ain't, we ain't training until October. You all right? You all right? We ain't training until October. And they be a world 2 champ. We're not going to that gym till October. And I always thought I wanted to come back up there, but I've just been in school. And once I graduated, man, I told Nick, I said, I'm going to come up there more often. You know what I mean? Get some, you know, watch. And probably, probably work, work out myself. Mm-hmm. Not getting the boxing ring. I'm not doing that. I don't want to mess this, this face up. This is, a, this is a face I cannot mess up, people. This is a million-dollar face. This is a GQ potential face. I cannot mess that up. So I'm not going to do that. But I will be in that gym. And I told Nitty, I said, man, Nitty, you being all athletic all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, I told, I, I told Nitty, I said, man, you being all athletic all the time, bro. You got to get you gotta get that work in. <laughs> you got to get that work in, Nitty. You don't, you don't be pushing Nitty, man. But one thing, the one thing I can say, I, I can see he got, he got a lot of influence and more impact on you, though. Being 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 around. I remember the first time I met y'all was through was was at Meg when Meg was on the show. Shout out to Megan Stein because she was the best female rapper in the in the South right now. That's facts. That's just what it is. So if Megan is gonna watch this. Shout out to Megan. But then I met met you through through him. He was like, "Yo, I got a boxer, Marquise Taylor." I said, like, "All right, cool, man." That gym. We went out that gym at downtown. I was the hottest person. Nobody warned me. <laughs> Nobody warned me okay, that it I, downtown was gonna be sweat. I had this on, this this outfits shirt. Uh, what I think some jeans on or something. Oh, yeah. I said, oh come on, man. Nobody gonna warn me, man. I'm hot, sweat, no towel on. I'm like, man, but it's just it just shows that the work, man. Y'all, y'all put in as boxers, like, because anything can happen. It's like football. Anything can just happen. Like you said with D Price, like. No, he's a freak injury. And then you train him before a fight, and then bam, like something just messes up. You know, so how careful do you have to be as a boxer when you're training? Like, right. Yeah. Do you try to go in one good time a day since you're working? Or like, do it be like certain days you could tell Coop like, yo, let me take off today. I want to get this, do this, or X, Y, and Z or I something. Just, I just be, I be in the gym every day to be honest with you. Yeah. Every day. I didn't get a boxing workout in. I heard it's like really, really, like it's intense. Oh yeah, sure. Like if you out of, sh- if I'm out of shape, I can't do right it. Now. I can't do it, huh? I'm out of shape. I mean, you can ease your way into it. What's the ease? Three mile run. God damn! Come on, we got we got to do half a mile, bro. We, we got to slow that down. We 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 can't we can't do three miles off the back. Like we got to. Like, I've been out the game of basketball for four years. That is not. I can't do that. That's ease. Some what you run right now? About six miles. A day. Six miles a goddamn day. 
dude, that's like from here. That's like from the Galleria to to Toyota Center, dog. That's that we. That's some. That's some miles, man. I can't. So what? What six miles? Will you be running from? Uh, I get up and run around my apartment in the morning. Then when I get to the gym, I do some more running too. Around the, uh, it's a trail bike trail. Okay. Downtown, right? Or the athletic one? No, nah, I go all the way from downtown to uh, called Buffalo Bayou. I think it's called. Yeah. Shit. That's six. So that's six miles right there. Nah, not. I run six miles on the trail. Damn. It's like fifteen to twenty mile trail. It's a big trail. So the then, but the endurance workout is more than what's up. Somebody got a question. Somebody got a question. Who got a question? Okay, Mr. Gent to be Jay. Oh my boy, Gay. What up, Gay? <laughs> what up? You met Gay. He was at uh, he was he was with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, Gay? What do he say? Roy Jones Jr. He was hoping you said that. Yeah, that was like my. I, no, he said Evander, my fault. He said Evander. Holy, he loved Evander, dog. Okay. <laughs> a little bit before my time. Like my time, when I first started boxing. Roy Jones Jr. was the man. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? He was on the cover of Fight Night, all that. You know what I'm saying? He sure was. Uh, yeah, Roy Jones Jr. was the man. And then as Floyd became the man, but the first. Yeah, I think he said that. I think Austin had the same one too, Roy Jones. I think I asked. I think I asked Austin this. I said, in a fight in their prime, Roy Jones or Tyson in their prime. I think I asked him that. I don't think I did, but I'm gonna ask you, Jones or Tyson? In prime, I'm getting Tyson all day. Oh, I was. I'm a Tyson fan. Magic. I was even Tyson when he got the tattoo on his face. I was like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's Boy, a stupid Jones tattoo. Like magic, Mike Tyson was so, bro. He was prison strong. He was prison strong. He didn't give a fuck about your life. Boy, he said, I'm going to give man. you an uppercut in two seconds. He don't care about your life. And then, you know what the crazy thing about it? <laughs> you know what the crazy thing about it, Keith? He knocks you out nasty and then come and pick you up and hug you. And say a good fight. That that's that's even scarier, that's scary. <laughs> dude. You know most people knock you out. Then uh, they stand over you like, yo, yeah, I knocked you out. Yeah. He came and picked you up. <laughs> he felt sorry for you, dog. That if that ain't disrespectful, I don't know what is. He knocked you, out. man. I'm taking I'm taking Tyson and I'm taking Tyson in the eleventh round. He gonna tire out Roy Jones. Eleventh <laughs> round. Well, you know what? Yeah, eleven rounds. I, I, I'm gonna give Jones the benefit of the doubt because Jones was, Jones Roy Jones was Roy Jones, but he just went a little bit too long with his career. Yeah, and you know yeah. he. When he was though, he. He was cold though. He was cold because I like that era was good when you had Roy, Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Remember Jermaine Taylor? Yeah, Jermaine Taylor was a beast too. Right. That was a shit. That was a good. That was a good era because everybody fought everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the good era. It now it's like, yeah, then you had fights that was, you know, too long. You know, Pacquiao Mayweather, eh. yeah. it was a cool it was a cool fight. It was a good fight party. Everybody threw a fight party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, come on. That was supposed to happen in 2009. We knew that. Uh, that was a 2009 fight then. Yeah. It was like, come on. Mayweather knew what he was doing. That's why I can't give Mayweather the doubt. The men for that say he's he the greatest of all time. Yeah. No, he's not. Just so because you fit there, no, it doesn't make – Rocky Marciano, 49-0, so what? 
We don't say Rocky Marciano the second greatest fighter of all time. Hell, he's not even top five. Yeah. We can't even name who one person he fought. That's the only one because of Joe Lewis. Right, he Joe Lewis, <laughs> you know Joe what I mean? Joe Lewis was about 56 years old. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we can't. I can't give Mayweather the benefit of the doubt of yo just because you're 50 and no, it doesn't make you. No, I'm still yeah. saying Ali. I'm still saying Frazier. I'm still saying hell, uh, Tyson, Sugar Ray Leonard, Duran. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, put, I, I take Mother Hearns though. I think I take. I think I would. But you know you got you know what I'm saying, but that air, you know what I mean? They fought everybody like mm-hmm. shit. Holyfield, yeah. Foreman, yeah. and I just found out too. I think Nitty probably knew this too. But like I didn't know that Foreman and Tyson was supposed to fight in the eighties. I didn't know that. They said Foreman came out of retirement to fight Tyson. Is that true? In the eighties. Well, no. Did he come out of retirement? When did, when did Foreman come out of retirement? Yeah. So it was like in the 90s. Yeah. So that was supposed to, I didn't know that was supposed to happen though. Yeah. Who do you think would have won? Who do you think would have won? Tyson. Former's too old though, huh? Yeah. Tyson killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson would have dropped. Even they prom, Tyson would have. Just yeah. think about all the people Tyson knocked out. They I know. Look, they all look just like Foreman, I think. You know, I love Tyson, too. Ty, like I, I said. Probably did the same thing to Foreman. You know, no disrespect to Foreman. But I feel like yeah. Tyson probably did Foreman. And like I said, too, I said, I, even though I love Tyson as one of the greatest, he's one of the greatest fighters of all time, most dominant. He's a shack of boxing. You know what I mean? But the one thing I think the knock that people have on Tyson is that, well, I would, is that, who was his biggest opponent he beat? You know, like, he never – like, he dominated, like, boxers, but he didn't have, like, no signature guy he beat. He lost to Holyfield. He lost to Lewis. You know what I mean? So, it's like – Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know what I'm saying? It's just like he dom- – He knocked uh, Spinks out, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Knocked out Spinks. But I just think it's – like, it's like how people say about Shaq, like, Shaq – didn't go against great centers in his era, you know, but he dominated. It's different between you beat somebody and you dominate somebody. You could beat anybody. You could beat somebody through a split decision, beat them by one point. Yeah, Hakeem. So he yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I like, I, that's why I say I, I rock with Shaq and I rock with Tyson. But I, I just think people could, could say that. That's why I say it's the difference between beat and dominated. I can see if he just beat the like Spinks and just beat him by like a split decision, but he dominated these people. Right, right. But then some people will say, "Oh, who did he beat?" And I'm like, yeah, a lot of thing with Tyson in terms of like, like, like how Mark was saying, with you know having a team around you because really Tyson, I'm not, I'm not saying went down, but mm-hmm. that, that genuine love after Customato died. Oh yeah, that was big. To, yeah, that was big. That was yeah. big in his. You know what I'm saying? For us with the team, that was right. real big. After, you know, when Customato died and, and, you know, a lot of other, you know, not knocking the Muslims and right. the Don Kings and when a lot of other people started getting around you that didn't have your what genuine, genuine interest. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's more about their sales and it's not about 
that person. You know? Right. And that's kind of how the love we got for the team for us with between Marcus and his pops. I just always thank them for allowing me to be a part of their team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because his pops been with us since he was eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. all I can talk about is from his pro career. I've been with him since he's been pro. Right. But they, you know, it was an amateur career also. You know what right. I'm saying? That's real big. And I, and I just, you know, I always thank them, the team MMT, for just allowing me to be a part of their team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, when you, got, when you got a solid team around you, you know what I'm saying, and you grow together, it's, you know, it's, it's real genuine. But when you lose that genuineness, I think that's what kind of Tyson, not saying go wrong, but when stuff start kind of going down here, and at that time, he was getting to his point of his yeah. finances, and a lot of people was coming around just for the finances. Yeah. They had already been through the grind. Like yep. what we call it, we call it the dirt, man. Right. Yeah, we call it the dirt coming from the dirt. So, you know, yeah. once you start shining and getting to a certain plateau, you know. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, you, you get a lot coming around, so we appreciate you because you had us on this show. Yeah, before in the beginning, yeah, yeah. So you, it's the genuine. We come back and show love to the genuine people. That's right. always. Right, and that's real. Like, I think team in boxing is real. Like you said about Tyson, like, once Custom Auto died, you've seen the downfall of Tyson. That's why I wish they had a Mike Tyson movie. Like, yo, I need a biopic from Tyson now. Like, we need that. That, his career before it started and now, like, that's a real biopic, dude. Like, the way he came from in the streets in New York, the people he had around him, then Custom Auto, you know what I'm saying? Took him as like his son. Then he passed away. Then he lost the bus. I was like, man, that was a downfall. That's why I can't say Douglas was his real first loss. I mean, it counted on the record, but let's just be honest. We, it was a lot of Fugazi stuff going on with that Douglas and Tyson fight. Custom auto died. He had some trainers who didn't know what the hell was going on. And then after he lost that fight, jail, in and out. Then Holyfield, he was getting the swing of things against, about to, be, about to fight Holyfield. But then Holyfield, people thought he was going to die in that ring. I heard us giving cards to Holyfield, like, yo, rest in peace, bro. Like, dude, you finna, you know what I mean? You finna die, dog. Like, dude, we talking about Tyson, B. Like, Mike Tyson? And then he beat him. It was like, I think that was his first real loss. And it was like, man, it's just the, the downfall. He never really just recovered from that. So it was kind of a sad, sad career to me for Tyson because people around him. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's good that you got people around you that can sniff out the BS. Yeah. You know, Nitty can sniff that thing from a mile away. I'm not this, I'm not about to speak right now, Nitty, but I'm just making a comparison right now. You ever seen a German Shepherd and how they, when, when you, I'm, look, when you see a German Shepherd, they look at you with the ears up, like, over there, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah if they think you want some beers, they come attack you. Yeah. It's Nitty right there. I'm not calling it a German Shepherd. That, that, that's just a comparison. That's not it. That's not a comparison. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That is, but I think a team in, in Boston is is impactful. Yeah. At sure. all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got I got a question for that. What's up? Who is from? All right, it's from True Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. In the era where everyone wants to be great, what keeps you humble? Uh, they got me hype. Yeah. Keep me humble. Um, just uh, remembering where I came from, like remembering my pro debut. Was in a flea market, just remembering where you know where I came from every day, just reminding myself where I started. So that keep me humble. 
A question for me too. I couldn't get a fight at first. I couldn't even. They got a question for me too. They got a question for me too. I ain't got no question. Yeah. Yeah, October. Oh, when next October? October. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it's gonna be yet, but uh, it's gonna be October. October. Yeah, yeah. My, What's up, mama? Hey, mama. Workout, man, shit, you know, we, we, <laughs> we work them thumb workouts on that Xbox with that man, you feel me, my, my thumbs, you know what I mean, I work them thumbs out, that new man 19, I'm working them thumbs out, Keith, I'm working them thumbs can't out, see me in there. you know, whoever trying to catch me on the Xbox, that's my workout, you know, and then I, then I get a late night meal in that kitchen, that we ain't got nothing in the kitchen, oh, I be on that 2K hard too, you know what I'm saying, I'm working them thumbs, my, my thumbs strong, dog, my husband, my guy, I got, I got some strong thumbs, Ooh, got that grip, Woo, you know what I mean? I work my fork, my work my wrist out. You know, then I get a late night snack from Taco Bell or something. Get that cheesy gordita uh, box. That's my workout. You know what I'm saying? Then I get like, a little bit of alcohol in my system. You know, that's that's my water. You know what I'm saying? I get like a little bit of water on the side too. But you know that 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 alcohol, that that, that yak, that whiskey. You feel me? I be on that. You know, that's my that's my water. R and R. That's my yeah. That R and R, baby. <laughs> You know what I mean? I probably get like a couple of crown on the side too at times. But you know, that's my workout plan too. Yeah, and then, 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 you know what I'm saying? Then my next fight, I might, I might have another, I might have a fight in the future too. You know, me and me and Keith and the boys, we're going to work out a deal. We might work a deal a lot. So, uh, shoot, catch me. I might be in that ring. Real deal with a kill on the road coming soon. Yeah. You better deal with it. You already know what's up. I'm supposed hey, to come out with a single too. So whenever Megan come back on this show, I'm telling her, I'm saying, yo, I need a feature. I need a feature. Like, yo, I told you, I said, man, look, if if, if uh if Megan, you know, y'all we ride, we all rise to the top at the same time. We all peeking. Keith's peeking. Megan peeking. I'm peeking. We all three peek. <laughs> we all get that music video appearance. We all walk out that MGM entrance. <laughs> Vegas, big title fight, Keese. Big title fight, Keese. That's what we talking about. He come on with the belt. Make it performing. I'm in the back of my hoodie on. I'm walking out the chain. I'm walking. The boys going to be in the ace. They're going to be like, man, is that a kill right there? I ain't going to show to Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm
Come on. They ain't gonna come out. I don't know about that feature, man. I'm on that feature. I'm on that feature. Both had that microphone. Had me on that feature. But no, what? I don't think I asked. What arena y'all was fighting in Vegas? Sam's Town. Sam's Town. How many fighters in that card? About eight. Eight fights. It was like the what? The main. No. The main event? It was Ladarius Miller versus. Damn, it's a large What they class? What they class like? One thirty-five. Oh, so they uh, so you won forty-seven. So they junior, uh, a lightweight, 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 mm-hmm. lightweight. Yeah, cause you usually you usually like around like around seven, eight fights on the card on average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have a main event uh, fight yet, like the last one? No, I had co-main event. That's Which one was that? Uh, that's the last one that I fought in Vegas at four twenty on uh, Roy Jones Junior Promotions card against Jimmy Williams. Last undefeated. Or was he at the fight? Huh? Jones yeah, Roy Jones was at the fight. Yeah. What he, what he, uh, he talked to you after the fight? Yeah, yeah. I was able to take a picture with him and everything. And that's the guy you saw looking up to. Yeah. So when you sure. met him, you was like, how was how was that feeling? That was that was loud. I can't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, last time I seen him, I was like seven years old when I first started boxing. He had came down to Soundways to promote his album. You know, he did a rap album. Yeah, I remember that during the Crunk yeah. era, 04. Mm-hmm. Lil John, East Side Boys, yep. uh, Trill Villain, Roy Jones. Yep. I smoke, I smoke, I drink, yeah, 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 that's when he was running down. Bro, Roy Jones had some balls. Yeah, shoot, I showed him the picture and everything, he was like, damn, that's when he was getting his prime. Yeah. He was peaking, yeah, so, he was sitting down in the chair, and uh, I was like, right there, I was sitting down, now I'm taller than him, he was like, damn, crazy. So but he yeah. remember you back when you was. Nah, he, he don't remember me. He just he remember when he came to Soundwaves, you know what I'm right. saying? Take the picture, but because he mean a lot of Houston. He met you in Austin. That he might as just come out to Houston to see y'all train because he he met both of y'all. So it's like, hey, he might as well just come out here to to Houston and see y'all live in in action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How high important you think it is to branch out too as a uh, box instead of just staying like in your home city? Uh. Yeah, it, it's good to, you know, go out to fight different places, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just locally in your hometown. It's good to have fans all over, people that know you from all over, you know what I'm saying? So fighting in Vegas was like, you know, the first oh, thing yeah, they know me now. Vegas. Yeah, they know me now in Vegas. So two back-to-back uh, undefeated that I beat in Vegas, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So one on the Roy Jones Jr. card, one on the Mayweather Promotions card. You might mess around and have a house in Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You go out there in that dry heat. Yeah. In, in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yo, Keith, I need a crash. I need a place to crash. I'm out here in uh, Vegas, dog. Oh yeah, for I sure. Ain't try, I ain't trying to stay in the hotel, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm for sure. Take, I'm gonna take back a couple, couple of women for me. Ah, uh, what? I don't, I don't know if you with somebody or not. I don't know. I don't want you in trouble. I don't want you in trouble. I don't want to do it. What trouble? Ain't getting trouble, right? Yeah. Man. Oh, cool. <laughs> and we, you know, I bring back three, four. Like, hey, yo. Yeah. Yo. Come, come into the room. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, nah, which day? Which what? I, I asked a couple of past couple of episodes about the uh, people I had on, and I asked them, "Will you rank Houston when it comes to women? Like out of all the cities in America, one. Where is Houston ranked? One. One. We got some beautiful women out here. We do. Shout out to the women in Houston. For sure. You think they're over LA? Well, Ooh. I guess because I ain't, um, 
I don't. I've only been to L.A. Uh, one time to fight on uh on the Golden Boy promotions card, and I was on downtown for a couple of days. So I ain't never really just been around L.A. But I I still probably think they ain't got nothing on Houston though. And that's another thing why I can't be no boxer because you can't have sex while you training before a fight. I got. I, I can't do that. You can't. I, I'm doing good right now. I'm doing good right now. I ain't shit. I ain't had sex in a while. I'm doing good. You know what I mean? But like, I just can't. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of hard for me. Like, you gotta be very very disciplined to be a boxer. Yeah, for sure. Because your knees gonna give on you in the middle of the ring. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just out of nowhere. It's easy for me. I'm telling you. Last week, I'm just thinking about like weight, and the scale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Making my weight. So I ain't really thinking about that. I'm thinking about making that weight. So since you got the base, and any females been sliding your DM like, "Hey, big head," eye emoji. It's, it's been a couple of days since that happened. Mm. Nah, not really. Not, not really. really. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I mean, we we talked. And I said, "Baby." Still got a lot of more work to do. Yeah, man. we ain't got time. Just the beginning. Yeah, it's passing to me. That's it. All right. Just passing to me when they slide. They just keep sliding. Just keep sliding. Just keep sliding, bro. But that, I remember we, we <laughs> talked. I remember we talked about that Saturday at, at the job. We was we was giving each other advice and stuff. We was talking about the the women out here, man. Like it's crazy. Like the ones that's born and raised from here. Like the 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 mindset. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of them look good. Yeah, it's like look good. it's crazy. I look at a woman that's from Houston, that's born and raised here. Mm-hmm. I say, oh my gosh, like nine, ten. You look mm-hmm. good from head to toe. Yeah, hair done, makeup yeah. done, your yeah. body's right. Yeah, your toes are perfect. You got <laughs> nice toes with them heels on. But then when I meet you, it's like, damn. It comes from like a ten to like a six or seven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, does it ever piss you off talk, when you when you probably talk to a girl that's from here and they be like, "Damn, like that's that's you, like that's how you are, like really?" <laughs> yeah, when they personality don't match how they look. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm from here, so I'm Keep saying like Houston feels, but it's like, damn, like really? Yeah. That's why I said I like feel that. like I feel like night I feel like nightlife fucks everything up. Nightlife. Yes, easy. Just the way nightlife set up in Houston. Like you meet I, I was in Detroit. I went to a party out there, went to two parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, their nightlife is nothing like Houston. Like, they actually have clubs with dance floors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, this is this 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 is Detroit. Like <laughs> they got dance floors in Houston, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like we have zero, like, I'm talking about as far as, like, clubs. Mm-hmm. We have no, like, grooves don't count. Grooves been there since the 90s. I'm talking about, like, the new age clubs. Mm-hmm. Mercy, no dance floor. Engine room, no dance floor. Address, no dance floor. Lumen, no dance floor. You saw I keep going? You got to get the sections. Mansion, keep sections. 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 Hey, $200. Bottles. You want a free, it's your birthday? Free section, come on, come this way. We got a section right here in the middle of the dance floor. In the middle, right here. Loud, like, jet, I was at Jet Lounge, bro. That's true. 
I was at Jet Lounge. I'm sorry for people that own Jet Lounge, the building, but I'm sorry I'm going to say this. Yo, I'm at Jet Lounge on a Thursday. <laughs> Place is nice. It's next door to engine room. Mm-hmm. I mean, no engine room. You have no, you have no walkway. <laughs> like, bro, you, what if a fire breaks out? Then what? We're going to stand on top of each other? It's all over. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking, I'm like, bro, like, there's 30 sections in here. Like it's so many sections they got like a they got like a section chart that I've seen on Instagram. <laughs> they have a chart like it's a, like we buying tickets to a game, nigga. Like it's charts. Like hey, you can sit in section twenty five right here. You can fit up to fifteen people. You got section fifty right here. You can sit up to thirty people. You know what I'm saying? I'm like bro, yeah. like Jet Lounge, nice place. There's a fucking couch in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm looking like bro, like what? Like we care about money that much in the city. <laughs> that we have to have a s- sections everywhere. Like, by the yeah. they charge you like five hundred. Well, I could get, I could get R and R for like twenty, and be nice going inside the club. Yeah. And when I say that to say this, I feel like it messes up people's mentality mm-hmm. of how they approach things. Not even just women. I think it's for men too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a man, you try to impress a woman. Let me get this straight. You try to impress a woman in a club by not dancing, mm-hmm. but not conversating with you, but to pop the most bottles in the club. Yeah. So let me get this straight, Keith. <laughs> I see Tan right there with her girls. It's uh-huh. five of them. Uh-huh. It's our homies. If I want to approach her and talk to her, mm-hmm. I have to have four to five bottles come my way because the spark will be in the air. Mm. All the attention is gonna be on mm. my side, oh, cause you know how we you know how people are when the sparkles come. They get their phone out. <laughs> hey, sparkles! We never seen them before. We seen it a thousand times all the time. Let's get it out. Let's let's talk to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in order for me to approach her and talk to her, I gotta pull into my section. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spending I'm spending five hundred dollars on somebody. It's like. I ain't gonna talk to the next day. I'm not gonna remember. Mm. As opposed to actually approaching her and trying to talk to her. Yeah. That's Houston. That's yeah. the that's the man. That's what the man in, like approaches. A woman goes to the mall, gets cute, mm. buys makeup, take pictures, get there at twelve o'clock, get it for free, 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 mm-hmm. free entry, free section, free everything. Mm-hmm. I've yet to go to a club. That wears nothing but like five or six girls, and it's just nothing but girls in a section, and they popping bottles themselves. Mm-hmm. They turn from independent women early to dependent. <laughs> it fucks up people's mind. Mm-hmm. Houston's mentality is like fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. We're like in this reverse era mm-hmm. of like, you know, like nightlife. Mm-hmm. So like it like fucks up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, like we. Gets to the point where if you don't you don't even want to go to the club unless you got a section. What? I can't do that shit. I go to sports bars. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm telling you to say this, Keys. F these, F these chicks, bro. Do your thing. <laughs> Just keep boxing. Just keep boxing, bro. But hey, For sure. we working, bro. Oh yeah, we working. For sure. We working. Marquise Taylor, NBF welterweight champion of the world. AK, episode fifty six. Shout out to Nitty. Yeah. We out.